Hey everyone, Lisa Resnick, Holmes and Hops. I am here with Danny and and Nate with Woodland Cellars. How are you guys? Good. good. How are you? Good. <laughs> I'm especially good because we're already sipping on some of your your beverages that you brought. So which one is this one? That one's the pumpkin spiced mead. So that was a uh, that was one that took took me a little while to to dive into. I, you know, it's kind of a I don't know. It's it's frowned upon in the mead world to to do some. Is it really? <laughs> well, if you, if you go too far, in that, <laughs> I don't know. It, it doesn't always follow the I don't know the the, the beer trends and, and some of the other trends. You you kind of start with the classics, and those are what really I don't know. What really speaks to the mead world, I guess. And uh, this and was a little honey, outside right? of the box. Yeah, honey's yeah. the classic. Yep, that's your classic mead version. Well, mead. I guess I'm going to tell you, I never even really knew what mead was. Neither did some, anybody else. For some yeah, reason, yeah. I thought it was meat. It just said like something <laughs> that was like that. I always like, thought it was like a beer. The, yeah, like I thought it was, I honestly thought it was like maybe the meat on the <laughs> bone. <laughs> like a turkey <laughs> leg. Like, like that, that like Vikings like ate. <laughs> the number of times when I was introducing it to people or at shows and talking about it, the number of times I got that brow that your meat me? have i had meat? <laughs> that's that's meat? automatically where everybody goes so it, it took a while and there's fewer fewer people making that mistake now and more people understanding at least what it is or they've heard of it so it's, it's becoming a little bit more well known maybe they haven't had it but they at least are more aware of it and with mead you know from from the i guess the basics of it it's it's honey and spring water is mead you know that's just the traditional the two ingredients fermented we have to have good honey um that's true trick from, that is true. from there you can go with any wine ingredient any beer ingredient you can bring almost anything it's it's more versatile than almost any other alcohol out there as far as bringing in flavors and fruits and spices and i mean you can you can do anything it's i think fun. this is delicious and it definitely is something that i would sip on during the fall and winter yeah. season for sure a hundred percent yeah, between the, yeah. the pumpkin spiced mead and the traditional, the, the Dromungander spiced mead, Ivodin spiced Dromungander. Um, those <laughs> are the, those are the two that. big hits right <laughs> now. Okay. So those are hard to keep on the shelf right now. So that's the whole, that's where Woodland Cellars base their business off of to begin with, is off Where of it mead, all started. right? Yeah, it all started with the uh, original Ivodin, um, and then we toyed around with the, the spiced mead. And from there, I mean, we were, at that point, it was a about 300 square foot operation in, in a basement of my rental property next door. That's right. <laughs> and that was just strictly yeah. wine or um, strictly restaurants and you know, any place that would really take the product. And that was, we got up to about 25 stores that were selling it. So a story I don't know is how did the conversation between the two <laughs> of you, because both of you run this business. We do now. Yes. Um, but how did the conversation get started? Because you were a full-time science teacher. I was. Yep. Um, so, which years, remind me, I have years. another question to ask you about okay. the meat and the honey. <laughs> okay. But, um, but how did that whole conversation get started? When you're like, you know what? Screw this daytime shit. Let's like dive right <laughs> into this in. business. You know, it, I, I slowly, uh, not slowly, but not you know, slow. from from teaching, it's not slow. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't a great time as far as uh, I don't know time management. That it was tough. You know, yeah. from from teaching, I was also going to school to finish off my other degree and starting the winery and managing rental properties. What's your other degree in? There, it's both science. Oh, okay. There's, you know, the general science, then the biological science, oh, okay. and then the teaching degree or the teaching licenses. Um, 
so there wasn't a lot of extra time. So it was kind of just coming home, having a bite to eat, saying hi to the family, and then gone. And that was the only. Because you guys also that have was two it. kids. Yeah, you do, and they were really little when so that was he started this. I think my our daughter was born like the year that he started making the mead and like really trying to sell it to stores. And it was a couple years later when it really. I mean, they were amping up their production. They were selling more and more, but it was still like I, I wasn't seeing the profit. I wasn't seeing, you yes. know, the positive sides of it. And at that point, I was like, listen, we're either going to make a go pot. of this. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say that, but I was going to be more eloquent about it. Um, <laughs> we're going to either make something of this or we got to let it go because, you know, the kids are little. We don't see you. What yeah. are we going to do about this? So at that point, we bought our, our property in Hubbard. Um, which I again had to kind of talk him into. I said, oh, <laughs> but this... that's cool though. Like you, like knowing that you didn't see him often, you weren't necessarily seeing the fruits of the labor, if you will. It's not mm -hmm. no, but it was a hobby. Instead of going the other way, you were like, "Listen, let's let's buy this property." <laughs> yeah. and, like go well, all we in. We had already yeah. had rental property, so we had experience with it. And this one, well, I can't hit it. Oh. <laughs> so we already kind of, you know knew a little bit about that in this property we bought also had rental properties attached and i said well worst case scenario yeah we have rentals, Still got the rentals. yeah and that's true. um go buy just... it every day for a couple of years never even batted an eye out of yeah. it and then we went in and took the tour and Decided all kind of made sense go for it figured might as well spend more but time even at that point else. he still was yeah. teaching full time <laughs> yeah. so it took yeah. another couple of years from there when we finally closed on the new property, when we were like, this is too much, it's time to let something go. And that one thing was retired was in 2019. Yep. So the new property <laughs> you mean is the one, <laughs> the, Logan, old, the old nunnery, the old if nunnery. you will. <laughs> yes. It, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. 3128 <laughs> Logan Way. Um, two mansions, 27 acres, uh, two carriage houses and a pavilion. Um, just, it's, I mean, it's, it's been over a, a hundred years in the making for, you know, the, the property, the landscape and just the setting out there. And it's, it's, it's gorgeous. really, really cool. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a hundred years ago is when it was developed. We're not vampires. You know, we so, look really so, good, but so are you saying twilight doesn't exist? <laughs> I'm not saying that. No, don't, <laughs> don't crush dream. my dreams, but. Is Nate no, your we... Edward? <laughs> Something like that. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Once we toured the property for the first time. Um, so right, how did that come right about? Then. Like, how did you find the property? Mm. That was, I was talking to it actually. Um, well, you know, Rodway, Jim Rodway. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to Jim. No, I um, should say that. Don't say. Shh, don't say. That. No, town, he's the township uh, zoning inspector for Liberty. Okay. And we were just talking. He he and his so wife had been to the winery. At the winery. They're friends. Few maybe. times, and I I don't know what brought up that specifically, but he kind of said, "Well, you should check out this property in in Liberty Township, you know." And he two mansions, two ponds, and he you know I got a good chuckle out of He's him like, thinking I should go take a look at it. <laughs> you, you think I could do that? <laughs> um, but then we went out and just kind of you know you, you fall in love with the property, the environment, the buildings, the history. And, uh, you know, I basically spent eight months making sure that, you know, we can get it. <laughs> it was a long process. And it was eight months until you actually yep. got it. I it mean, was between... abandoned for so long and there were other yeah. like zoning issues and things. We kind of had to jump through some hurdles. Yeah. And but... I mean, even convincing the sellers that, you know, 
that we it was do it. worth <laughs> selling it to us you know it was kind of a chuckle you know one one family or you know you guys are you guys won't be able to do that or man maintain it on your own and whatnot mm-hmm. um and then between that and then banks that you know we applied to and everything seems good and then they come out and visit or they see pictures of the place and yeah and like, there's a, a tree growing <laughs> out of a tree. Be visionaries yeah. as well yeah, i cool. agree that's and it's rare <laughs> to find there was a lot of a, a lot of paper lenders not not too many dream lenders or visionary lenders yes. um, and then you know medvec or now valley partners uh, that was, I finally I will heard have to them. say, they are the They're most, fabulous. They, they are, are amazing. Exactly. And they are the most visionary yeah, they are, yeah. of the lending yeah. world. They really are. Mario, Very supportive. Mario, you know, jumped on board with the idea right away. You know, he, he liked it. He saw what I've done like with other things and what armor. we can do. Moved in at the last moment. <laughs> I mean, it was literally the last <laughs> moment. Literally, it was, it was like, we are. The afternoon oh, I wow. got the final turndown of what I thought was like the last opportunity. And it was you know, just starting to set, sink in, like, oh, well, geez, all, all this work, I, it might not actually happen. That that really sucks. Because <laughs> yeah. at that point, we were looking at... Like a you spiral. Know, we're gonna, going down. We're going to get this. We're going to make it happen. <laughs> we're going to do this. So there were some parts of the property that I fixed up to make sure that they wouldn't get worse in the meantime. Oh, where, yeah. Where, you know, yeah, I, there's a chance I might not get it. But if I do, I don't want this leak to be going on this whole time, you know. So there were things that I did or that we did, you know, committed to. And, you know, just really gambling on it going through. So when that 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 last call came through, I mean, it was it was actually it was like a couple hours later, Mario called and, you know, hey, I think I think we got we something. Got I think we can make it work. You know, I sat down with You're everybody. Like, don't, don't tease me. Like, really? <laughs> I've heard was. this before. Are you we sure? had a lot of ups and downs with the <laughs> yeah. process. I mean, yes, it was, it was very We got to the emotional. point where we were like a week away, you know, and then it pulled out, you know, for for the banks. So it was it was a big relief and it, I mean, it paved the way for everything we've had already since, since we acquired the property last year. I mean, I don't know, more than a dozen weddings. Oh, um, we've had a lot. I mean, we haven't even put it out, but people just love the property yeah. already. That Well, you guys have done a lot of the work yourselves yeah. too. Yes. I mean, yeah. who knew when you purchased your first <laughs> rental property back in the day that that was just going to pave the way. That's what we right. do. That's what yeah. we did. That's what we do now. That's what we've done for a year and a half. Well, they yeah. are, I think what I wanted to do before all this was flip houses because we like You're that crazy. sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> before this i don't want to do it anymore i'm i'm busy okay i'm real freaking busy now so it's not really that far off the mark you know it's a lot of renovation it's a lot of you know fixing and just bringing it back to what it was learning learn on the fly he learned plumbing and electrical you gotta learn how people used to do a hundred some years ago everything Mm. was different as far as how to do it the right way then yes now you have to try to blend what's the right way from historic perspective also to a, a, a safe and updated perspective now right. and you know crossing those so <laughs> what was your go-to tough. source to like figure things out the internet. Internet. Just was it youtube <laughs> watch a lot of watch it's a lot really of videos YouTube, isn't it, it probably well, is that's how i, become I think a first of like because oh, of YouTube, so i get it typically <laughs> i think first of how would i do it what makes sense to me and then i go do some reading and then i look at the videos to see how the and Somewhere in between all of that is usually the way it gets done. How many times do you swear during during Very the often. project? <laughs> you know, he's pretty quiet until he gets hit in the head. He gets hit in the head really often. Like, like it I'm just tall. so much. It's it's unreasonable the amount of times he gets hit in the head. But usually it's like a whack and then a and then a side and then there's swearing. I'm like, okay, he's okay. I just wait for the you know. He's all right. 
<laughs> Lots of scars. That's how we know. That's on how we know. Of this noggin. Lots of <laughs> be careful with the saws and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, those I'm, make me nervous. Yeah. So far. No big injuries there. Mm, not, yeah. <laughs> so how much of the renovation work is complete? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if we've calculated that percentage yet. Um, <laughs> it's a very low percentage. No, it's I mean, we, we did focus. Property. <laughs> we focused on the stone mansion first. Okay. Um, and I always, I always explained that the, the stone mansion had more like severe but isolated damage from neglect, you know, just certain areas specifically. Uh, the white mansion is more just widespread but light damage. Okay. So like peeling paint, yes. peeling wallpaper throughout. So okay. faster damage, nothing um, So that's you know, 13,000 square feet of peeling wallpaper and paint. That's a lot of work, Yes. but it's nothing horrible. Like um, at the stone house, you know, there were some rooms where you can see the sky. <laughs> you know, so and that, and isolated, do... really bad damage. So, so we yeah. focused on that first. The, well, both the roofs of both properties first. And then from within, you know, the stone mansion first. Now we're able to work on the white mansion and start to bring that around. And really, there's, there's a lot of people that have come by to see it that even though we're not open for regular business, not, not ready to put it out there yet. They just, they love the look, they love the history, the feel, and they, yeah, they just have really to have cool. their wedding there. What so about we've... the landscaping? <laughs> I mean, that, it, how many acres is it there? 27. Yeah. yeah. Most of it's wooded, like which is good. dense wooded, uh, which is good. But um, I got a, I got a big fast lawnmower. <laughs> that was my first big prod prod so you're uh, a purchase. Push mower? <laughs> no, yeah, it's a push mower. No, it's a six, foot, six foot zero turn. Um, and really, uh, you know, keep the landscaping sort of simple right now. I mean, it wasn't touched for twenty years, so mm -hmm. it, there was a lot of yeah digging things out, bringing things back. Um, but from there, we haven't haven't really got fancy with it. We've just kind of cleaned it up, cleared yeah. it out, taken down some trees that needed to go, and really, it's just kind of maintaining. There's still so much that needs done. Yeah. yeah. But still, like, you have but that it, natural beauty. It is. It is naturally yeah. beautiful. Which was always there. Yeah. Which That's is nice thing. to be able to play off of that. Yes. And just build yes. from there. It's, yeah. A lot of it, you have a blank canvas, but on some, it was, you know, again, 100 years ago, the Logan family planted a lot of the trees and plants that are there. There's the, the write-ups in the historical center from the, the daffodils that Mrs. Logan planted. And they're everywhere now. Mm -hmm. they're throughout, oh, wow. You come early spring, spring and they are everywhere. throughout the whole woods. Covered. One of the coolest part of the woods is you don't just have trees and dead leaves on the ground. The ground is green. I mean, you have you have dense myrtle. Like you have jungle. the daffodils. You know, everything on the ground is covered in one green or another. So, so I do not have a green thumb at all. So, what is myrtle? myrtle it, it, it's like an it's an ivy. It's a, it's a dark okay, green so ivy. Thank you. Pretty sure she was in Harry Potter. It's a very nice ground cover. Purple flowers. She's in the, the one that flew in, right? Moaning oh, myrtle. Cried. That's right. She cried a lot in the bathroom. That's her. That's the one. She's in our I don't woods. Know about that. <laughs> he doesn't know. Lost about. me. He's the plant nerd. I'm the real nerd. She's just a nerd. Harry Potter and Twilight, awesome. we've already gone too. I'm a nerd too, so there you go. You're in good company. <laughs> so anyway, Myrtle is. So actually, Myrtle could see. be in your woods right now. Aren't you guys doing some sort of Halloween we thing there? We are doing Halloween thing. This is the last weekend. Yep, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the last weekend. Um, but yeah, you, you, you enter in the front end of the property, go through the, the white mansion, 
Um, a little bit of a tour. I mean, obviously, yeah. it's a little scarier than normal. <laughs> it is distracting for the ones that come. Again, you get I to came... play off the original aesthetics. Exactly. Of exactly. <laughs> it didn't need much. The adults that showed up to see the architecture and the inside of the building, and then it was very distracting. I couldn't get through because it was so scary. And people were, because <laughs> we, you know, we partnered with Cornell Bogdan with that, with, uh, you know, he does the Ghoul Mansion or did the Ghoul Mansion. And he's focused all his creative energies on this. And it's, it's creepy. So for <laughs> we knew adults would be coming through. <laughs> that is listening to this and they're like, hey, let's go check out what do we Logan, do on Friday, right? Saturday, Sunday? Because you're not really open to the public. Here's you're your not. opportunity. Yeah. You're right. It's your one sneak peek. And then uh, actually Dark. Christmas market in uh, the first weekend in Christmas or first weekend yeah, in December. We have Christmas our old market. world Christmas market at the mansion. Oh, really? So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and December, That's first weekend. That's exciting. So we have that too. You guys are all about taking on the projects, aren't you? <laughs> I'm just saying doing a market is not easy. It is not easy. Not. Um, There's a lot of moving parts with that. It is. People don't realize. No, I do. <laughs> I don't do That's much. I don't, do I, don't have much to, <laughs> I don't have much to do with the market. That's mostly her thing. I'm I'm just the grunt for the market. She tells me where to go and what to do and where to put what the table. What I need done. And but there's a lot of, like you said, a lot of moving parts. Yeah. I like it though. I mean, it and it really all stemmed from last year when the big shutdown happened and yes. nobody was buying from all our small local local businesses. We had purchased the place and it was like, we could do something. Yeah. And the flea wasn't happening last year, I think, or it was had happened last minute or something. It was, He didn't start the flea until later, later. on. Later. So yeah. I think it was before that I was like, well, maybe we can get some small businesses in here and see if maybe we can get some sales for these people and we did and it was a hit yep. and they There's did people great. friday night they had to go back like hours away or out. go to mom's house to make some more stuff mm -hmm. they, they sold up their whole weekend worth of stuff on friday oh that's <laughs> really really yeah that's I mean, great a lot of it was awesome and just think this year really cool. i i, I think i think a lot of I people hope. are going to be looking at more local mm -hmm. I hope so businesses our, to be able to purchase our goal I'm sure you've <laughs> all seen in. like the whole meme of like people on jet skis trying to get to car cargo ships right now <laughs> yeah. so I mean I think that Waiting really the holiday yeah. season, local is going to be it is because we have it we make it it's you know it's, here. it's available you don't yep. have to worry about mm -hmm. Amazon dropping it off on your door you do not I've I've seen stuff online about you know the wine shortages and bottle short alcohol oh, shortages yes. like no oh, we're good come we're on good. out <laughs> we'll be we're ready good. can we can make so, it all so real quick so this real uh, the pumpkin spice mead is fifteen percent alcohol yes I'm drunk already <laughs> so if I start to slur <laughs> we all know why because so. she was drinking that cup me. was full I feel like this is like a mature drink for me for some reason yeah. okay. I, do. I feel like yeah. it's sophisticated drinking well, there's you have a, your pinky out when you <laughs> your plastic cup <laughs> <laughs> your 20 ounce like solo <laughs> Very mature. Yes, very mature. There we go. I can do it with my left hand. <laughs> well, if you're still thirsty after we that, or we can switch more. up to a different cup if you don't want to go with the quantity. So what is a porter? That's the, a wine, right? Nope. The beer. We oh, actually oh. we launched the beer about two months ago. Um, so on tap now. You guys now, are like... You don't get yeah, bored. Well, we, we, are. We, brought, we brought in help for the beer. Tony and the guys. Tony, <laughs> if, and, the guy, Tony I mean, and the guys. Tony and the guys. Tony, Jeff, the guys. They um. 
Is it Tony I mean, they, Gio? <laughs> Nico? Actually, it was like Tony John. How'd you know? <laughs> actually, what, John Tony. It was the longest time. And then one message or something came across and it was John Tony. It was I call this guy Tony this whole time, but his name's John. He got real nervous. He called me. <laughs> he was like, oh he like never what's his me. It's been name? Two We're really close. <laughs> maybe, well, can't, maybe he you can't was, ask him now. It's way too late. So maybe fault. that's your special nickname. <laughs> <laughs> name really close. I should have known this sooner. It was, yeah. It was, it's okay. It was but a it middle name. Out. Um, but yeah, so um, we have. <laughs> it all worked out for five now. <laughs> no, no, no offense. It was his name. Everything is yeah. fine. <laughs> so we have uh, Kolsch IPA, uh, Porter, a White Stout, um, the Oktoberfest, and the Pumpkin is on its way. Okay. Um, Again, it's we carbonating. Basic. <laughs> I'm very it's excited. There's nothing wrong um, with basic. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think so. I feel like I don't there's don't another one so. in there somewhere, but I'm missing it. it. Hefeweizen. 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 Oh, I so do we got, like the we kind of have the full spectrum, and everything is, you know, it's beer the way that style is supposed to be. It's not any any crazy version one way or the other. Okay. Um, I mean, there's you get the funky flavors in there every now and then, but right now it's it's the traditional hit everybody, you know, everybody's palate, whether you're light beer or dark beer. Which so you have the mead, yes. mm -hmm. and then once you start incorporating the wine, so this is your wine here, right? Mead yes. was probably the first year maybe two the wine somewhere around 2014 okay cider i would say three or four years ago and this is the cider no this is the we cider have... yeah the cider is the little guy and the, the porter is in the uh the half gallon um, we're so gonna the... party today <laughs> <laughs> so the, yeah the beer the beer is the Mommy newest can't come home newest until number. later <laughs> Well, really, though, if if you come to the winery, um, not only do we have a full, you know, kitchen restaurant now, yes. um, there's any given point, especially now, there's probably about 30 different alcoholic beverages to choose from, all made in-house. Which is nice to be able to have that variety for people, because not, yeah. e not every wine drinker mm -hmm. drinks beer, yep. and not every beer drinker yeah. drinks wine. Exactly. And then that's what drove... The beer to happen faster was every time you'd have a group of people come know, in there's always that so one. and so would have come <laughs> if you had beer well, there's drink. other options there's cider yeah <laughs> but it, people are sticklers and then within the beer world you have the what do you have that's like coors light or bud light mm. oh i know nothing <laughs> no but, but the kolsch the kolsch is it's a german style beer it's like a three ingredient beer it's very light it that's the beer that when somebody wants you know a lighter beer that's that's the go-to beer for a light beer drinker so we got the full spectrum of beer also has there ever been an incident that you're like oh crap that didn't turn out right yeah. 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 You're like, <laughs> yeah. You're that's that. usually what I What do you think we brought for you? The good stuff? That's, that's usually what I drink while I'm making the alcohol. So the first. That's what he gets what he flies me with, so I don't drink the good stuff. It's like I messed this up. This is yours. Have no, the, the first, the first uh, Chardonnay was no secret. It was not good. It was okay. my, my first was stab good. at a dry white, and it just, it, it took. Uh, years for the, there was just a little bit of an off flavor but it was enough and it was the aftertaste that it was just not right mm -hmm. so you know it was like two years went by and I, I cracked one open like 
okay, I can deal with this. And I, I'd have that you know, while I'm making <laughs> wine or, you know, keep I it in the like background. cases and cases of Chardonnay that wasn't that good <laughs> that we just had to, like, get through. Yeah. Like, I'll like mix have, it. When you want the company to leave, you're yeah. like, here, would you like Here's some our wine? best yeah. Yeah. <laughs> our <good> Chardonnay. <laughs> that, that ends the party. Um, but no, I mean, the, yeah, the only only things that make the shelf are the ones where, you know, we, we taste it and it's, you know, if it doesn't raise the eyebrows, like, oh, that's that's good. I always wonder. <laughs> it this, doesn't come out, especially with wine when when because you do have those large distilleries. And I think like, holy cow. Oh, what my happens gosh. If? if you screw up <laughs> yeah. that batch, that is yeah. a lot there's, of wine. There's where nothing we, more crushing we, than we, a we, large batch of something bad. Oh, was it Debonair or something? And they just had these huge vats yeah, of it was things. Yeah. And, you know, they had workers doing it. And we don't have workers doing it. You know, it's us. It's yeah. him. It's, I said, can you imagine if, like, that guy screwed up your whole oh, vat? Yeah. <laughs> Like yeah, that guy right there. Like, would that be the breaking point to the Ooh. most relaxed person ever? <laughs> like, oh. yeah, that, that still scares me. I mean, you John over there, he screwed everything <laughs> up. You, you do Call it. him Tony. So mad, yeah, Tony. <laughs> Friggin' Tony. It's not his real name. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What's when you when you name? step from the you know five gallon, fifteen gallons up to 80, 160, yeah. 250 gallon batches, and you know, you know, a Cabernet, it has to age for a long time. And there's, there's a couple of different stages where something bad can happen in that. Yes. Point. And you get to the year and a half point and you're tasting it and it's bad. I mean, what do you do? What then? do you do? Cry. <laughs> cry. A lot. You, yeah. You choke down some bad like, Cabernet and well, you cry. Know, the good thing about making your own is that you can also kind of play with it. And That's you can true. say, well, this is too acidic and there's really nothing you can do about it at this point, but maybe we can add something that's a little bit more neutral. We can turn it into a sangria. We can make say, it is into that a... what happens is, can you make sangria? We, we, can, we try. There's don't... some things that are... Depending on what went wrong. Yeah. You know, if, okay. it, if it's just the high acidity um, and you don't want to doctor it up, which I really don't like adding things to make the wine taste better, I, you know, kind of a purist. <laughs> so, okay. you, so if it's not something that, you know, made it bad as far as health and it's just an off flavor you can play with that off flavor you, you know if it's an acid bad you can add some fruit sure. to it and then that acid plays with the fruit um you know some some i don't know some bitterness can offset so you know there's a lot of different things that you can add to wine if it went mm -hmm. bad in the right way right <laughs> can that happen with mead it's less likely okay. um because you know honey honey yeah. on its own will last forever and you're just adding in water and yeast. So I've never really had anything bad go wrong, anything go wrong with the mead. The only, the only disappointment with the mead um, was just trying a different source of honey. Um, you know, we did a, a buckwheat honey, um, you know, buckwheat clover. Uh, I forget which one didn't quite work out, but it was the experimenting with the different types of honey. One. And it was just kind of, I don't know, not as interesting and not as good. So Okay. But it, it wasn't nothing as far as, you know, bacteria getting in or, you know, some yeast, wild yeast taken off the Where wrong way. Where do you get way. your honey from? Mm. I try to keep that a little bit of a secret because I feel like secret. that's one of the, it's one of the big reasons why <laughs> the meat is as good as it is. And it's a, it's a standout it's such good from honey. Yeah. We, and that was another, I went to. He's not going to tell you. <laughs> no, he's not. I don't, he totally, I don't know. He totally <laughs> diverted. He did. He did. It's a finite resource. Okay. Like, look, there's something over there. I don't know. 
Um, I've mentioned it a few times, and you know, um, if 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 you follow us in certain areas, you might hear it every now and then. But let me ask you this: How far in distance is it from your Hubbard location? Forty minutes. Okay. So with that being said, (laughs) what is the first name of the person? (laughs) Start with. (laughs) So with that being said, I would consider that local. Oh yeah, Yeah. it's as local as we can get. With, with the, the quantities yeah. that we need it in. Okay. The, the smaller, the more local places can't get us as much as we need. It's been anywhere from 600 to 1,200 pounds of honey per Holy trip. cow. So there's there's been a lot of local places I try to, you know, check with and see what kind of different honeys they may have and what they have going on. And the, once we get to the amount, it doesn't really work out. So I, I typically start with the amount that I need. So for <laughs> everyone around here, though, it is actually healthy to drink this mead because it'll help us fight allergies because of the honey allergies it's got antibacterial (laughs) properties so if you have that was my full circle moment (laughs) yes so honestly i do drink the meat if i'm like oh man i feel like maybe i'm getting a cold i'm not feeling super i have a couple glasses and right now allergies are super Uh high for people the honey we use for our son he's got really bad allergies he'll get a couple teaspoons and of honey yeah Mm -hmm. every every day yeah I mean, he'll, uh, the meat in general, even if, even if you're already sick, you know, you, you, it makes your throat feel better. It'll help your cough. It helps a cough. I mean, meat, meat all around, whether before makes or during. Makes you feel sophisticated. Makes okay. you feel, even if it's in a big plastic cup. Even, even if. It's still sophisticated. It doesn't matter. I'm like, I like, I'm like in front of a fireplace right now with like a cigar holder and with oh, yeah. the jacket on that's how i love it that's how that's, I'm how, I'm, that's how i see you <laughs> is that not what's happening no. wait it's great 15 percent everyone we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> really though. i mean and she's done <laughs> i'm not trying it's, it's already okay. got plenty of alcohol but for people that think mead is a little too sweet mead can fill the, the full spec it could be completely dry it could be sweet right now everybody's still pretty new so when you're new to a drink you tend to gravitate a little sweeter but if mead is right off the bat too sweet for people one of the big things we do is add in a little whiskey or bourbon Ooh, so you could, do, you can do you can do you can do kind of 50 50 when he's like 15 like percent is not enough. he's like this isn't enough i need more it's not getting me there let's add 23 no it's, <laughs> yeah, seriously the, the mead balances out the sharpness of the whiskey or the bourbon and the bourbon cuts down on the sweetness of the mead so it's for the people that feel like it's a little they love the flavor but it's just a little bit too much it, it really balances things out and the cigars you mentioning that really i mean that brings it all together mead so bourbon and a cigar so my fire so my vision <laughs> you're there is spot on. you're already there it really is yep. so there you go innovator do you ever do um do you ever do pairings food pairings with mm-hmm. with the mead because yep. what mm-hmm. would you recommend as a good pairing it also depends on the mead style um what but about the pumpkin spice one? Oh. pumpkin spice is tough because it's such a prominent, pumpkin you know, pie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could, it's such a prominent flavor. Um, Butternut I mean, even, yeah. <laughs> that sounds really good, actually. <laughs> I mean, you could work, you can work with an ice cream, uh, you know, a vanilla ice cream yes. with the pumpkin spice. You kind of pair those. The only thing you, you, and you can play with this too, is when you have a, a sweet alcohol, 
Um, it almost cancels out the sweetness of whatever you're eating. Your, your mouth gets used to yeah, that sugar, true. those sugars. And then when you taste whatever's next, it's like almost like the sugar's not even there. Like a vanilla bean so, ice cream would be really good yeah, with it. Whatever uh -huh. you pair with this, if it is, let's say it is an ice cream, it's got to have enough of something else to where if you subtract that sugar, because that's what the mead's going to kind of do. It's going to desensitize your taste buds to the sugar. You got to have enough flavor left over beside that sugar to really be able to appreciate it. Um, so, I mean, you can almost in a way use the mead to, I don't know, enhance the flavor of something else where the sugar is usually a little too prominent. Um, so you can, you can do those pairings that way too. So a lot of times that's why people don't pair sweet and sweet because a lot of time that sugar's there because there's not much else there. <laughs> but as, as long as you're true. aware and you're pairing it appropriately, you can kind of use it to subtract that to bring out those other flavors. Does your science background help you out with all this stuff? Mm -hmm. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit, Such yeah. Such a nerd. You got these little, what were those little test strips that you put on your tongue? Oh, yeah. and it's like, oh, if you can taste oh, this. Oh, the PhD? Yeah. Right? PhDs, yeah. PhD. No. <laughs> no. That I knew that, didn't you? Oh, shoot. I don't even remember. I'm smart and sophisticated drinking my mead. <laughs> got your mead. I don't know what they're called. It's I just remember. PC, the little... no pcr no that's the no um, <laughs> i know that they exist we'll and i know that we use them there's a couple different ones but yeah that's what it is tastings where he would bring them out and he got real like science Sciencey. <laughs> I, I taught anatomy and physiology too and taste oh. buds were part of it and well, there you go and that's when we brought up the idea where you know alcohol and wine tastings when somebody's describing oh i taste plum or notes of this or that and you're looking how is this I guy don't. talking about that doesn't make sense it's because there's genetics involved too where you know we have i'll pass out five different types of test strips i used to and you know maybe you taste two out of the five or somebody else tastes five out of the five so oh interesting your genetics the way your your, your taste buds are made up allow you to taste certain things that other people can't Wait, so sometimes that is really you cool. know sometimes those flavors really are there for somebody mm -hmm. else and they're not there for you so isn't that why some people get like you can eat hot things and some people can't slightly connected uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're, the number i wasn't a science teacher i love i love heat like okay. i love really Do spicy i like it, it but i can't so eat it. there are times that so there's this saute that my friend in virginia makes and i will travel or whoever's coming to visit me from DC, they'll be very kind and bring me some more of her saute. Okay. And she will be out in her garage, like with the mask, face mask on. <laughs> oh my on, goodness. And she is to. making this saute. I mean, she's a, an amazing cook to begin she's with. Oh, she's, she she, it's like... amazing. Um, and I, it's definitely come from generation to generation. And then she married a husband that also can cook as well. But I need um, one of those. But it's that heat <laughs> that also has flavor to it. So you Purposeful find heat. yourself That's like true. eating you a lot. You want it, but it's like but this then my hurts tongue me. will swell. Yeah. Like I'm in pain, but you talk. can't stop. <laughs> I understand. But I can't stop. I love it. I love it. That's how I feel about two hot mamas makes like this mustard. <laughs> and I oh, can't stop eating it. There you but go. But it's like painful. But it's so <laughs> the good. More, it tastes so good. good. It tastes good. The idea is the more you taste, the more spicy things <clears throat> hurt so oh, around no. every taste that's what i was getting at <coughs> See, i'm not mead. dumb no you're not dumb you're <laughs> around every on. taste bud are pain fibers oh he's dying <laughs> i need some alcohol crying up you need more booze wait what do we have here do you want a beer here did you want some of the cider i just have to oh, stop talking chill. that's all there you go <laughs> <laughs> this is our cure for everything oh no i can't open it 
there. <laughs> so um, with with you being like really this really well versed in science, where did the business sense of opening up <clears throat> Woodland Cellars come from? Besides, um, I mean, clearly Danny. The business say it, it's me, but the business sense, I, or I guess the business, I don't know, the business brain kind of started before. I don't know, before teaching, before anything else, I was really? rental properties, tents, tables, chair. <laughs> well, that is can't, Drink can't. some more of the cider. Chug it. Uh, we, we've run <laughs> a lot of small businesses. Um, we're just kind of on our own. We come from... Serial entrepreneur. Yes. Our families, think, my families, I bought, entrepreneurs. Yeah, I bought the triplex in 20... Like that's not a real word. Entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs. <laughs> I know. Try spelling it. It's a tough one. It's real. No, 20. I don't know. Shoot, when was I have no idea. I don't even know where I am. Right 2006, now. <laughs> 2006, 2007. I bought the triplex. And that's when I first kind of went into the business world. I was 20, 20, 21. You were 22. Something like that. Mm-hmm. You were just 28 now. <laughs> it was only it was three only years, years ago. ago. I don't. Crazy. I'm 37. I was much Our younger. 10, I don't know. But we're only. 20, <laughs> I know. But yeah, at that point, you you start to figure out, I don't know, the ins and outs of that. And then I did the tents, tables, and chair rental business, and that, I mean, that that really helped get me through college and afford certain things, and only have to work, you know, a couple couple hours on the weekends. That's amazing. Hard work, but you know, it was good work. And then, um, I know that that was kind of when I kind of developed. <laughs> a little bit it's, more appreciation for, I don't know, letting the business work for you, you know, time versus money, mm-hmm. uh, where, you know, uh, make as much as money as you can in the littlest amount of time invested. I Smallest. mean, that's everyone's goal, isn't yeah, it? <laughs> yeah. But that, that was the kind of the eye opener where, you know, this, this would be good if I could do this or, you know, kind of go from there. I don't feel like it's amazing that you do like have that entrepreneur mindset, but then yet you went to be teacher a teacher which <laughs> you know is... funny story yeah. yeah go ahead let me tell you i'm listening so when we met this, this uh, handsome okay. young man did tell me he was going to be a doctor oh wow so like bait and switch right and then he was like just kidding teacher <laughs> what just kidding what? we're gonna drink a lot <laughs> and then it switched from there yeah then i was like already having babies and he was like guess what i was like what the hell now i'm really stuck no, just kidding just kidding i love you, you gotta plan it right <laughs> he's like i got her good <laughs> she's not going anywhere that's a long con a long con yeah it's long <laughs> Um, but it all worked out. Stuck yeah. around. Fifteen years later. I mean, yeah. you know the Reacher and the Settler. What are those? Oh, what are those? The, Isn't it Reach, Reach, Reacher, Reacher, Settler? Settler. Yeah, yeah you're there right. you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah. when do you guys think that oh, Logan Way is no. going to be open to the public? It's a sliding timeline. We have no idea. Um, it's a slide. It's. it's so to be fair, in our defense, when we closed, we had just been shut down. Like yes. the world was shut down. This is our, true. Our business was shut down. Bad That's time to buy a big You couldn't buy, yeah. You couldn't, you know, can't get materials. You can't get workers. You can't get, and now, I mean, it's obviously getting better, but it's still a little bit of a struggle. Yeah. Um, so we are 
We're just kind we're of tackling working. one room, one project yeah, at a time. we're working on that timeline. We'll let you know. <laughs> we'll keep updated. But I have an open invitation. You are, right. you are yeah. always welcome. I mean, anyone's welcome. You call us up. We'll give you a tour. We'll do wine tastings. We do private events. I mean, we do all that stuff now. You guys can it's help just with the hammer and saw. Far as <laughs> great with a hammer. Yeah, the, I mean, the main idea is if, you know, we don't want to say, you know, we're open and we're ready for the public every day because we're not. And we yeah. don't want to. You don't want to mess that up. You, you get no. those people that they, they come in and, oh, this this wasn't what we thought, and they'll never mm-hmm. come back. So we're not going to open up before we're ready, or we're not going to announce that we're going to have regular business hours until we're ready. So we're going to talk to people on an individual basis based on their event. Um, and if, if our environment, if what we have there, if what we're ready for fits what their needs are, let's do it. For, and we'll, vibe, we'll knock it out of the park. We've had pavilion weddings that are very simple and, mm-hmm. you know, nice. We've had some very, you know, high-end, elegant, one of the nice, one of the more formal events we've ever been to. The most weddings. formal event was Nick, Nick and Paul's. Nick and Paul. It was I know which one absolutely amazing. I mean, I just want to recreate it every day. Yeah. yeah. yeah we're sitting there eating dinner at our table. Like, in our is dining fancy. room. We're we don't like, belong here. <laughs> yeah. like, this is the nicest really place like, we've ever been to. We gotta go. <laughs> so, I mean, we've had the full spectrum and, you know, we know we can do certain things and, uh, you know, it's just. It has to fit into the vision of whoever's, you know, coming to see what they want to do. And I mean, we can we can customize the heck out of it. There's there's any number of places for a wedding ceremony just on the property. Um, the receptions, there's you know probably five different spots for large wedding receptions. But in the meantime, so, where can people go to check out Woodland Cellars? Two Twelve Main Street in Hubbard. So that's yeah, Two Twelve Main Street in Hubbard. We have the full full kitchen, um, full restaurant. It's beautiful inside. The and food's amazing. A beautiful exterior area as well. We've, uh, we're, I mean, the food is, is definitely starting to get noticed. We have people that, you know, burger gurus. This is the best burger I've ever had. Every, I think everyone wow. that's ever had the yeah. burger says that. Tangled it up in blues, best, best burger. Okay. Um, so we've, we're becoming recognized more. involved? It doesn't have to be. <laughs> it can be uh, but we did the uh the cementos they i i give frank my uh cabernet and he cooks it down to a cabernet reduction works it into the beef makes the cabernet burger with it and he makes his own cabernet so mayonnaise that's great so i mean so good. yeah the the texas burger it's his own barbecue sauce that he makes, makes i mean they it's the meat pulled pork awesome. now yep with these huge loaded nachos they made this shrimp scampi the other day, I amazing. had two So clearly bowls. don't go on a diet here, though. Do not go on a diet. <laughs> oh, no. we, have, we have grilled chicken salads. We have a lot of other options, too. Flatbreads Where and Where were whatnot. you after Raps. the race last weekend? We were there. We are working. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we might have been scaring people. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, depends on what you time it was then. You were probably scaring people. Who knows? Yeah. I, by the time Ellie, I finished, Ellie stopped by. We got her, we got her pretty good. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's good. I'd but be too petrified. I like I would have nightmares. I would never sleep again. <laughs> we did. I mean, we we didn't want to half-ass it. We we knew the majority of our audience was going to be adults. This is back at thirty-one twenty-eight Logan Way, not two twelve. Yeah. <laughs> we bounced Around over a little bit. Um, we assume everyone knows what we're talking about because it's in our own heads. You yeah. know, <laughs> I get it. Um, but yeah, we knew most of our crowd would be adults, and we didn't want to reflect, you know, the general haunted houses that you see in the area or anywhere where it's you know red paint splattered on the wall, and you know that's scary. We wanted to get a little more cerebral, actual creepy. So clearly, and I should not go there. You should definitely <laughs> you go. Should definitely you should definitely go. go. No, we like no. easy targets. I would. It is. I, 
you would Simon i would be Simon. your target like getting out of the car like that would be like, he scared someone in her car canfield's scare ground with the kids that do it scare me yeah like so i don't like we had we had three refunds on saturday because they didn't get past the first room oh, they, they wow. got into the first room went to the second turned around and came. adults Adults. Not like little kids that you cry. Refunded them. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I mean it is a haunted house, and it feels bad to do. <laughs> we really did. That's what, yeah. We get a lot That's of calls. Very sweet. That, that but was it's very okay. sweet of you. We get a little call. A lot of calls asking if it's scary, and it's hard to answer that question. It is. It's a really answer. difficult. It's a haunted question. house. It's like the flavors. Like it depends on the yes. palate of your tongue, sure, right? Sure. Your level exactly. of scare and yep. your level of taste. There's, again, the, the haunted house gurus the travelers that go all over we got a comment right on google best haunted house we've ever been to and you know they go on to explain why and they they go to haunted houses all over so we we, we did what we wanted to do what's amazing <laughs> about this is like you guys are basically creating traditions for for this location which is pretty so. which yeah. is pretty awesome because this is going to be the second year for second the year. market yep. yep and i'm assuming you guys are having a blast with the halloween Oh yeah. So I have a feeling this one might be coming back next year. We'll see. We'll see. I think so. I'll be at the market. We're gonna make it work. Come to the market. I'll do the market. <laughs> market is. You'll be all right. Absolutely there. fabulous. That's I could fires. Shot hopefully sleigh food. rides. Snow. Oh, there you go. Hot cider. Market. You know, with all the. Crafters. I think you should still have the pumpkin we spice can... mead. We do a, well, a the... hot cider, and a mulled wine. That's really good. That would be really good. So if you like that pumpkin spice, you'd like that. That hot cider too. Even the traditional, the spiced mead, the um, Dromungander, um, that one. You mean the one I already forgot the name the, of? <laughs> <laughs> the Nobody pronounces it right. No. But no. Um, that that one you warm up and that's. We'll call that one fantastic. Tony. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. He's going to like that it too. Works. I hope he's watching. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. I'll have the Tony. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta create a new label now. We'll work on it. We'll work on it. Tony John. What's his name? Mm -hmm. There you go. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. You're awesome. Thank you. I can't thank wait you. to go out there You're and actually awesome. see it. Mm -hmm. And anytime. Thank you very much. Thank you. We have to do cheers. Cheers. Cheers, cheers with the cider. <laughs> well, thanks for having me. Homes and Hops is proudly supported by Platt Insurance, your local independent insurance agency offering auto, home, life, business, and farm insurance. They also have a team of specialists that help you with insuring your brewery or winery. Platt Insurance, helping you protect your tomorrow. For more information or a quote, please call them at 330-856-6244 or visit them on the web at platinsurance.com.